Hello, welcome to 3AM Girls. It's not actually 3AM, but it's 2.40, so it's close enough. I'm your 3AM girl, Alice. I'm here with... Hi, everyone. It's Missy. Yeah, so I always record this podcast when it's um, when I'm awake and it's 3AM, and this is probably as close as we're going to get. It really is, because I'm starting to reach my limit here. This is a little bit past my bedtime, but... yeah. The reason that this is happening is because we're in the same room together, yeah. which is the first time that this has ever happened, almost a year to the date of my anniversary. Yeah. So, yeah. <sighs> We've been watching The West Wing. It's so good, y'all. It's really good. It's so good. I can't believe there was a while where I thought you were going to hate it. I can't believe it's been this long since I've watched it. Yeah. Like, but I watched the pilot when... Probably I just graduated high school. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Maybe college, but it was at a point where I just didn't have enough references and also just, like, real-life experience to get it all. Um, yeah. And we made you watch Clue. Yeah, Clue was fun. Clue was fun. I love Clue so much. Cl- Clue was one of those things that everyone talked about obsessively in a way that has been overplayed. Well, yeah, because you think... I feel like I knew all the memes and I'm not going to enjoy it. Yes, and also because the people who love Clue love Clue. Yeah. And it's a lot of hyperbole in mm. terms of, like, oh, this movie can't be that good. Yeah. I think, I mean, I think if I'd watched it when I was in college when people were talking about it all the time, mm-hmm. I probably wouldn't have liked it as much as I did. That was when I was in college around. That was, like, my go-to movie. I would make everyone want to watch, or it would make everyone watch that. And it was, like, my... I mean, I still do that. I made you yeah. watch it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like that's um, that was Big Lebowski for us. Oh my god! I, the first time I watched the Big Lebowski, I also didn't get it. Yeah, because part of it is just there's a lot of stoner reference and humor, it's like just, layered in. It's I mean, there's such so a much. weird movie. There's so much, but there's so much yeah inherent weirdness, and I think I was expect. Okay, I have a thing with the Coens. Yeah, I. I feel like I want either a shade more drama or a shade more comedy in everything they do because they're in such a weird middle ground where all of their stuff is so dark mm-hmm. where I'm just like, oh, this is really harsh. And so, like, The Big Lebowski, when I first watched it, I was just like, oh, this is kind of gruesome. There's, like, kidnapping, like, a lot of crime. And then I watch it now and I'm like, oh, my God, no, this is hilarious. He's literally just, like, Chauncey gardening his way through the situation and, like, bumbling... Uh, through with just like, <coughs> repeating everything that people have told him. Yeah, I mean, but I think there's also just been an escalation in culture where the things that might seem extreme in The Big Lebowski aren't extreme anymore because that's very true. Because because we've been exposed to so many other more extreme things. Um, yeah, the first time I watched it, I was like, I liked it, but I don't think I like need to watch it again. Mm-hmm. And then I did go through a period where I did really like it, but then it seemed like everyone really liked it, and also, you know, mm-hmm. it's, it's it's fun. You move on. Aaron, um, who we did uh, the episode of Rocket Rages? Rages with, he loves The Big Lebowski. So I was over at his place, and we started watching it again yeah. a couple months ago. And yeah. I didn't get all the way through it, because it was like already late. But yeah. oh my god, I was like, yeah, I kind of actually would rewatch this. It's fun. Because it's fun. Yeah, just don't rewatch it every week for like a year. No, don't. I, well. Don't do that for any movie. I wouldn't recommend that for any movie, except for Clue. But... Um, don't say that. That's don't, only for me. Don't. I'm not encouraging it for anyone. You else. can't say these things because we'd end up doing these things somehow. No, I know, but like I already, I literally. So I, the reason I got obsessed with Clue is one summer when I was in junior high, I just rented the VHS tape 
from the library and I would just watch it like I didn't literally watch it every day mm-hmm. but there were three or four days in a row during some summers where yeah. I would watch it every day yeah um, that's gonna be me with the Barbie movie when it comes out on digital next week oh my god and I'm so sorry I led you astray when no I, no it was when fine Google alert came off and said hey do you know that Barbie is streaming today I'm like oh great and it's like no JK you asshole <laughs> I just we just wanted you to feel tragedy that's our third guest here at 3am girls that's Sampo our cat so kimchi kimchi kind of cries like that sometimes and I always feel guilty because it feels like she she so what she'll do is I like when I go to when I go mm. to sleep she'll take one of her toys in her mouth oh go man. go bring it into the hallway outside my bedroom and yeah. then start crying oh and it's like I can't help you kimchi I'm going to sleep um our little kitten dr president he has a lamb chop toy that he loves and he will cry at it every once in a while and I almost think he's almost like is this a friend of mine is he like a lie like, and he'll bring him around like I saw him once bring him to the food bowl oh. as if to be like come we're gonna get food oh. I was like oh you're too little to like oh. be in charge of another human person or a you know, cat person yeah I I have bought kimchi so many toys she doesn't play mm-hmm. with any of them she only likes the um chasing the thing on a stick with a, with a, with, a, with a, like a fishing oh. line she loves that, but everything else she she could take or leave. Um. Oh, this is Brian the Coen Brother thing. Do you know the first like real true R rated movie I saw was Fargo? Wow, that was yeah. As a homeschool kid, a oh god, kid, yeah. I, I and and when everyone's like, this is a hilarious comedy. Oh yeah. my god, AFI, you know, comedy yeah. that's so funny. A and funny I, movie for funny people. And I was just like. Oh, God, yeah. William H. Macy as this pathetic person who gets in over his head with his wife's kidnapping. Fucking hysterical. Ah. <laughs> but she has she has that funny accent. Oh, my God. She does. Uh, and then, like, the two hitmen get the two Minnesota prostitutes, and they're just, like, fucking them in the same hotel room in the scene. I'm just like, oh, I mean, I knew there'd be sex in, like, movies, but this is odd. I mean, I'd seen porn at that point, so it wasn't like, oh my god, sex or whatever, but I was yeah, like, yeah. oh, is this what movies are? Yes. Just people in wood ships and then just, like, weird mo- like, sex scenes with the sister from, uh, from Reba, uh, is that it? But yeah. Yeah, it's everything your parents warned you about. Yeah, literally, exactly. And I rented it from a library, even. A, yeah. diff- a, a library had this filled with uh-huh. variable. Yeah, pornography, really. Um, um yeah. Should that be our new tagline? Girls have fire, everything your parents warned you about? Oh my god, it's so true. Um, I'm trying to think of a good... There's not a good... Oh, I mean, there would be in a way of like, oh, you watched the Twilight film, and then you got transed. Like, that's sort of that thing. Did you do this and this, and then you got transed? Oh, like, god. that sort of setup. There has to be one of those for, for lesbians, because lesbians love obsessing over the same things. Mm-hmm. Like um, that Muna song, Silk Chiffon, um, the book Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo, oh my God. And, and all that stuff. So, absolutely. Any, anytime I take something up, <laughs> my husband Alex says, oh, is this the blank of your trans era now? <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> I hate you. Like, oh, I'm doing some podcast. case. I was like, oh, you're getting it. I'm like, I'm uh, uh, doing like on a gaming server. It's like... Oh, is this your trans gaming part of your experience? I'm like, Shh. I mean, I already did some of these things, but maybe yes. Um, no, I. How has been Des Moines so far for you? 
It's it's what fun. Little little bit you've seen. I mean, it's nice. It it wasn't a hundred degrees out at like nine p.m. Oh my fucking god! When you sent that to me from Phoenix, yeah, it's just like you are gonna have such a better experience in Des Moines. You can yeah. have a perfect weekend. Fe- Fe- Phoenix, I it was a good city that I didn't really enjoy being in, but I think that was mostly the heat. We're gonna be there in a month, so I'm really curious how I'm, it's I'm sure it'll be cooler. It has to be cooler. I'm sure it'll have to be cooler, but still. Yeah. There is it's a stereotype, and now I realize it must be because of direct flights, but that so many islands are snowbirds and go down to Arizona specifically. Oh, yeah. And I don't know why. I don't yeah. know if it's just literally the climate or just they it was cheap cheap expansion because Probably. I know it's like a rapid growing area yeah, yeah, in the yeah. country. Yeah. You know, they're all just draining water from the Colorado River like bitches. Well, I mean, I, I live in California. We're doing that, too. I mean, yeah. Ugh. Um, good old Continental Divide. We'll take the other half of the water and just put all of our nitrate in it and pollute the, you know, Gulf of Mexico. Well, you, you guys got to, you're close enough to the Great Lakes. You might be able to siphon some of that. That is true. Well, or we can just sneak water over the border from uh, Canada. That's via, true. Yeah. Via Minnesota. Fargo. Oh, my God. Brainerd, which is that in Brainerd. It's mostly in Brainerd. I don't know what that is. That's the name of the town. Okay. It's in Brainerd, Minnesota is most of it. Like, it's not set in Fargo that much. Right. Um, Fargo is an idea. Yeah, Fargo is an idea. Fargo is... Fargo is you getting put into a wood chipper, and it's you, you know, going with your husband and talking about stamps and uh, just trying to say, you know, a crime, yo. Remind me, was he dead before he went in the wood chipper? Um, I think it's implied yes, but I think we only, I think we don't see him kill him. I think we literally see him like... Put the body in? Get the idea of it, and then by the time she gets there, it's just his legs sticking out. Yeah, 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 okay. But I can't remember if he shoots him or kills him before. I think he like attacks him at least. Yeah, maybe he's knocked out. That would definitely yeah. be the fucking worst way to go. Um, Oof. I mean, at least it wasn't like... A meat, like a meat grinder or something. Oh, God. You know what? Yeah. Maybe that's how someone will go in Joker 2. Oh, don't remind me. I had to remind you. I was fucking watching... (laughs) (coughs) I was watching TikTok videos, and there was footage of Lady Gaga's Las Vegas presidency she's doing. Oh, why are all of these girls doing... I mean, it's money. It's it's easy money, and they don't get paid for anything else anymore. That is... I mean, that is true, because you don't get... Streaming Mm -hmm. doesn't pay. And And touring is so hard, and Vegas residency is so easy compared to... Yeah, you'll Because they come to you. You don't have to do a goddamn thing. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's true. But it's just so funny that that used to be like... Oh, it's our... Past our prime. Stars of the years. Like, oh, here's Frankie, baby, or here's, you know... Donnie and Marie Osmond. Rich Little, you know. And now it's just like, here's all these... uh, Katy Perry, uh, 30, Kelly Clarkson. 30, yeah, 30 and 40 year old pop singers that are mm-hmm. basically like drawing, well, it's where the money is. Like yeah. they're drawing Gen X um, downward, I guess, probably now. Probably more millennial, even. Yeah. Like Katy Perry, Lady Gaga I mean, yeah, is millennial. Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean, Gen X on down. But yeah, yeah. I mean, it's true that, that, yeah, Katy Perry is squarely millennial. Yeah. Britney is a bit of crossover. Yeah, but Britney has like. some, but I, th- I think Britney is more cusp millennial. Oh, I meant to look this up because this is relevant to All Star. I remember the first Now That's What I Call Music that I listened to had on it All Star. And so I want... Can I make a guess? Go for it. That was Now 5. Okay. Because this is a seminal album for me because one of my friends in the neighborhood had it. So it was one of the first times that I had heard 
um, secular music. Oh, yeah. That era. So yeah. it was like, I think Eminem and like there might have been a Britney song. On Probably, it. yeah. I mean, it was around that time. Is, okay, is there just a wiki for now that's what I call music? There has to be. Yeah. I, I ask because I actually bought the first now that's what I, I call music. Oh, yeah. When it came out because I knew that it was a thing in the UK that they did. And it was a UK thing first. Yes, I knew they had it. I, I, yeah. and they were on like a huge number. And yeah, like, they were on like nine. They were in like nineties, I think, ninety five, five or six or something. Yeah. Um, and this was also before. Like, I mean, this was around the same time Napster started. I think it was right before Napster started mm-hmm. getting big. So, like, I would buy an eighteen dollar album to listen to one song, and it sucked. So, like, the, that model for music distribution was actually pretty convenient. Mm-hmm. Where is the United States well in here? Um, I know there was some song that had something about, like, banging on the bathroom floor. Oh, um, Shaggy, it wasn't me. Oh, was that it? Yeah. Oh, my God. I just remember them saying, do you know what that's about? And I'm like, no. And uh-huh. they're like, that's about sex. And I'm just like, yeah. well, I don't know what that is. So, joke's on you. Yeah. Where the freaking fuck is the U.S. versions? I don't want to go through all of this. Ugh. Okay, you know what? I'll just go from now. That's what I call music vibe. We'll just go from there. <coughs> I don't listen to new music anymore. I'm such a bore. Yeah, I mean, I I listen to new music, but I definitely listen to a lot less than I used to. Is it because podcasts took over more? No, I think a lot of the artists that I was really into, especially like 10 years ago, mm-hmm. have either, like, their careers have evolved and I don't really like the music they're making now, or they basically stopped making music. That's fair. And I, I may have, like, because, like, everyone who gets to about how old I am stops listening to new music, I think. I feel like if you, if you aren't, that that's that's an anomaly, really. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think maybe I've hit that point. I think I hit it later than a lot of other people hit it. But I'm, I'm worried because I don't want to stop listening to new music. Mm-hmm. Like, I listen to the, oh, there's a song on the Olivia Rodrigo album that just came out called Ballad for a Homeschool Girl. Uh, oh, yeah, okay, I need to listen to that. Also, um... I've just seen a lot of people who I wouldn't expect to like that um, have been, like, coming that is really, really good. Oh, um, Olivia Rodrigo? Yeah, that yeah, it's whole fun. album. Okay. It's fun. I don't think it was five, and I don't think it was four. So let's go to... Because it also came out in 99, so it might be 99. So oh, it might, have been, it might have been like on the one of the first ones then, yeah. Yeah. Because I think the first one came out in like 98, I want to say. Yeah. Okay, here it is. Um, so it was on the first track for... Now that's what I call music three. Okay. What's two off? Which is... So the... It's American Woman Lady Kravitz. What's my age again? Blink one eighty two. Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, Baliamos from Wild Wild West by Ricky Iglesias. That's Some, a good song, actually. Sometimes by Britney Spears. All I have to give my Backstreet Boys. I don't like that one. But um, sometimes it's a classic. It's a oh, banger. I, I saw one coming up that this will be good. Okay, so I think they maybe had more than one. Um, because I definitely, oh, so the, jumping, uh, Tell Me It's Real by Casey and Jojo. Yeah. The Rockefeller Skank by Fatboy Slim. Yeah, right about now. Nookie, Limp Biscuit. Oof. Special by Garbage. Yeah, hey. Uh, If I Could Turn Back the Hands of Time by R. Kelly. Ugh. Um, Get Done by Ideal, which is the only song in here that doesn't have a wicked wiki for just the song. Yeah, I think that was a one-hit wonder. Shantae's Got a Man by Shantae Moore. Hey, Leonardo, She Likes Me For Oh, me. I hate that Plus fucking song. Songs. 
Hey, that's here by Oleander, happily ever after by Chase, the heart <coughs> is by 90 degrees, and <coughs> out of my head by Fastball. Interesting. Now, which one of these had Eminem? When did Eminem become a thing? Um, I mean, Eminem was like 99 and on. Okay. Was it like, my name is Eminem, or was it like... I'm trying to. I'm, I'm trying kill to my spark, wife. I'm trying to spark baby brain memory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To see which one of these might have been. Yeah, yeah I had. Ooh, I had good. one and two of. Now that's what I call music. But I also had Astro Lounge by Smash Mouth because I really liked mm-hmm. their single "Walking on the Sun," which is on the previous album. And then when Astro Lounge came out, I listened to it. and I was like, "Oh, this is great." This is a really interesting final track. I'm going to start with. Everybody's free to wear sunscreen. Like Baz oh, Lerman. That fucking thing. I was talking to Ollie. Ollie really likes that song. I can't stand Never it. Never heard it. So Oof. this has garbage. I think I'm paranoid on it. Yeah. And this is a big one for me. Millennium by Robbie Williams. Oh. <sighs> that was a song that I heard the summer I was working at our theme park here in town. And when I hit it, I it was like the pre-waves of queerdom struck and I didn't know why. Huh. I, that was the thing that, that was like, hit me. I just remember because they, they had made a big point about on TRL that it was like, this is, a, this artist is huge in the UK mm-hmm. and, and this was, then he was going to break in the US and they, and they had the video and it was like a guy with a jetpack and I remember being very underwhelmed. First one has got some great ones. A lot of them were in like a, either parody by Weird Al or mm-hmm. were included on his polka. Um, so we got Flagpole Sitting by Harvey Dane. Hell yeah. He, oh, you look good. I unironically love that one. Um, bought by Hanson. Yeah. Actually, no, and it's it's good. It is good. Uh, I heard one of the Hansons. It's like a weird part of right. Yeah, one of yeah. I think the I think the youngest one is a, is a is a trumper. Um. Uh. Let's see. Here. I saw. Let's see. Here. Oh, Zoot Suit Riot by the oh. worst band I've ever cherry popping. Oh bands. God. Karma Police by Radiohead. Barbie yes. Girl by Aqua. Yeah. Fly Away by Lenny Kravitz. Yeah. We'll Buy You New Life by Everclear. I didn't know Everclear. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Never mind. Yeah. I'm thinking Ever Evans. Ever Essence. Ever Essence. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Everclear is a bad band that I liked a lot. Okay. Now I need to jump to six. Um, This, yeah. So, but honestly, though, some of the tracks that I'm talking about in here, these were when I first started, like, becoming aware of secular uh, music? Secular music. Yeah. And do you know what the Christian version of this is called? Now that's what I call Jesus? That is good. Is It is not... Uh, this now is, that's what Jesus calls music? This, this, so here's the thing is. <gasps> it's not now. Okay. Because that would just be too... Right. You know, derivative, yeah. So it's, wow, that's what I call praise music. Wow. Wow. That's what I call praise music. Mm-hmm. This okay, so this has to be the one that I for sure. Okay, okay, did. here. So this is six. Oh, wait, wait, go go slowly through the tracks. Like, I can I can I can comment on all of them. Yes, and again, I know I've listened to several ones, but this is this is this was the one, the right? one because it has Shaggy on it, and yeah. so would be it. Stronger, Britney Spears. Yes, Gotta Tell You by Samantha Mumba. Don't remember that at all. Bye 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 by Insane. Oh, the the biggest song ever. Around the World, La 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 by ATC, which makes oh. so much sense why that song... I hadn't thought I about that song I've in literally 20 years, ever. I think. Um, Love Don't Cost a Thing, Jennifer Lopez. Yes. Independent On the Woman Part 1, Destiny's Child. Child, yeah. It Wasn't Me by Shaggy. No More Baby, I'ma Do It Right by 3LW. Yeah. Is a baby, baby, I'ma Do It Right. That was a thing. That's not it, okay. Crazy by Casey and JoJo. Yeah. Casey and JoJo? Who are Casey and JoJo? They're like an R&B group. Yeah, I guess. 
I, oh, I wish by R. Kelly. Shaving My Heart by Backstreet Boys. Crazy for This Girl by Evan and Jaren. I have never heard of them before. They do not exist. Yellow by Coldplay. Ugh. Again by Lenny Kravitz. Man, Lenny Kravitz. Lenny Kravitz. That was like I that was like he was a huge streak. That was his. That was his like second era because he had like Are You Gonna Go My Way? Yeah. And then he had that like album that had Fly Away and had um all those other like um those songs and then American Woman was off of the um Austin Powers two soundtrack. Really? Look that one up. That's an actually real. That oh, that actually that album was literally formative for me. Hemorrhage in my hands, wide open doors oh. by Creed, Drive by Incubus, Beautiful Day by Wait. YouTube and AM Radio. Dr- drive, drive, Drive is a good song. Okay. Yes, but this for sure is one of them. I okay. Again, I know. I think it has to be. I am. I was making a mix of different CDs because I just remember one opening with All Star. Yeah. And that was like because it just was like well that was the first track and so it was iconic of it. Okay. Um, what was I looking up after this? Austin Powers. Austin Powers. Spy soundtrack. Me soundtrack. Um, Austin Powers was formative for me in that it was one of the first <laughs> like, raunchy comedies that um, one of my cousins basically told me. It was like he told me all the quotes and all the scenes from, and yeah, like, baby, yeah. that, which then became a similar part of any junior high oh, know, yeah. Yeah. experience of just repeating the stuff you have on there. All right. So, where is the soundtrack? Wait, Rebecca Romaine is herself in that? Mm-hmm. Interesting. Um, she is hot as fuck. Still, to this day. Um, she's in a TV show called The Librarians, which is what I like to call adventures in public domain. Mm. All right. I mean, you're right. American Woman is on that soundtrack. Yeah. Word Up is on it, too. Yeah, it's a uh, Mel B from Spice Girls. Where is the... I want the full soundtrack listing. Um, there's oh, here we go. There's okay. Madonna Song, Beautiful Dreamer. Beautiful Stranger. Beautiful Stranger, song. that's it. My Generation by The Who, and this one's live at the BBC. Yeah. Then Dragon Line, R.E.M., American Woman, Levy Kravitz, Word Up by Melanie B., credit is as Melanie G., interesting. Just the Two of Us, the Dr. Evil mix. Yes. Dr. Evil, and, and, and then parentheses, Mike Myers. Espionage by Green Day. Time of the Season by Blue, Big Blue Missile slash Scott Wheeland. Yeah. Buggin' by The Flaming Lips. Yep. Yeah. All right, by the Lucy. Okay, hold on, hold on that one. That was a song by. Um, this is this is what happens. They talk about like industry plants now in music. Yeah. An industry plant is often when someone shows up on a movie soundtrack first because their label's trying to test them out, oh. and then and then they'll and then they'll put out an album. Um, so Lucy Nation was this band. It was this guy who was like a a, a known producer in the UK, okay. and he and and a girl that would sing the vocals. I was obsessed with this song. I don't know why. It's it's kind of mid, but I was obsessed with this song so much, and I was like obsessed with this band because the, the band didn't exist. It was literally one song yeah. on a soundtrack, and eventually I found like on eBay copies of their unreleased album would come would show up. Like CDRs that people had of the, of their unreleased yeah. album. Oh. It's so it was so, and the the album never came out. Nothing really ever came of it. But I was so obsessed with that song. That's interesting. I, I, I don't know if I, I mean, was it? You've never heard it. Okay. <laughs> Where did I get left off? Okay, because then we have, um, I'll never fall in love again. Burt Bacharach, yeah, with Casella, and then Soul Bossa Nova, Dim's Space Anova. Mm-hmm. And then, which that was originally um, con- uh, made for a game show. Hmm. Uh, I think a Canadian one. And then the more music track listing. I don't know if you had the more music one. Mm. Am I Sexy by Lords of Acid. I did I'm, not have the more. I'm a Believer, The Monkeys, Magic yes. Carpet Ride by Steppenwolf, American Woman by The Guess Who, 
Get the Girl by The Bangles, Bachelor Pad um, by Fantastic Plastic Machine. Yeah. Let's Get It On, Marvin Gaye, Crash by The Repeller Heads, Time of the Season by The Zombies, Dr. Evil by They Might Be Giants, the Austin Powers Shagaphonic Melody by George S. Clinton, yeah. and Beautiful Stranger by uh, Madonna. Mm-hmm. Now, George S. Clinton, George Clinton is not the George Clinton. Oh, is that? From the... From that film, Yeah. However, there's a George Clinton who worked on a film that you and I have seen. Oh, yeah? I don't know if this is the same one or not. I'm going to have to go to his Wikipedia, or his uh, nice Wikipedia-based IMDb. Yeah. Because George Clinton did all the music for the Apple. Of course he did. Not that George Clinton. But we have to see if it's this George Clinton. Um, I'm going to tell one other story real quick. Do it. I So this was this was early. I think it was like 1995. Um, it was when Toy Story was coming out. They had a commercial that would play on TV, and they had a song on in the commercial. And the song is... Um, Walking on Sunshine by Katrina and the Waves. Oh, yes. And I loved that song, but I didn't understand that just because a song is in a commercial. Oh, it is. It is. We it's have confirmation. Same one. Um, just because a song is in a commercial doesn't mean it's going to be on the soundtrack. Yes. So I bought the, I bought the, Toy Story soundtrack, and it was, it was all just Randy Newman songs. And I was like, what the fuck is this? I'm so, I'm so and then and then I started... So, again, the, the internet wasn't really a thing then. This was 1995. I would go to Best Buy, and I would type in their computer, Walking on Sunshine, mm-hmm. and I bought three different albums that had a track called Walking on Sunshine, and I didn't get the right one. Oh, no. It's not the Katrina and the Waves one? Is it a different one? Well, no. The Katrina and the Waves is the real song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't know that it was the Katrina and the Waves song. I didn't know who it was by. All I saw was, oh, a, co- I saw was a commercial. Three. Okay. Oh, my God. That's wild. This is, this is what it was like before the internet. It was bad. Yeah. I mean, I remember listening on the radio and having to, like, figure out what the songs were based on that, and then me figuring out, like... Later in like when I was in high school, there was a website you could go to that yep. tracked what songs were just played on the radio. Mm-hmm. So I would listen to our song, our station that played like seventies and eighties music, and I just would get so much off of that. So I could just be like, "What is this song?" and go right to the website and know and be like, "Perfect." Or if I didn't know for sure, I could at least go and like Google or iTunes them. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's so wild. Do you know what a good soundtrack is for a movie that seems like it shouldn't have a great soundtrack? The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Wait, really? Yes, it legit has an I believe, amazing I believe it. soundtrack. That movie's underrated. It's so good. It's so good. It's very funny. Yeah. Stephen Fry's narrations are, like, worth it alone. Yeah, and Douglas Adams worked on it. Mm-hmm. I just, past, yeah. I just really like the, um, the, 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 um, point of view gun. Oh, my God. The point of view gun is such a great addition, because that's not in the book. Yeah, that was the last thing, that was the thing yeah. he added. Yeah. Um... And Zoe Deschanel, because, yeah. Zoe Deschanel. Oh, I had a huge crush on Zoe Deschanel. Who didn't? Oh, who didn't? Um, I watched 500 Days of Summer because yeah. of her, and then I had to sit through 500 Days of Summer. <laughs> um, People still hold that up as such a good movie, and it's like, guys. I got it on DVD and then watched it again after yeah. seeing the first time, and I was like, oh, this does not land I mean, as well on a second viewing. I was very overcharmed by it. The surprise, time. okay, the the dance sequence to, um, um, what's his name, Hollow Notes is yeah, good, yeah. and the last line. It did get me in the Hollow Notes. The last line, like, is so good and effective, it really 
brightens your mood on what has otherwise been a really dour movie. What was the last line? She he meets a girl named Autumn. Oh, that's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, other fun fact: the um the the park bench that they go sit on in there is near Angel's Flight in Los Angeles, downtown Los Angeles. It was it is supposed to be um demolished because they were going to put a building there. Really? It is it has had a fence around it for <gasps> like. Six or seven years because of the demol- demolition yes. or whatever, and then and someone just put a hole in the fence. You can just go sit there now. <laughs> that's beautiful. I mean, of course, if it's in there for yeah. that long, like someone's gonna just do. I that didn't. Way. I didn't know that's where it was. I literally was. I, I was on a date with someone, and then mm-hmm. we walked by there. And I was like, oh, I know where we are. That's gotta. Be, and we've talked a bit about like some of the places that you're near, near for filming. That is that weird for you when you're watching TV and movies and stuff, and no. then there's like. Leo pointing me at being like, I know where that's filmed. I know. No, where I'm, I'm, I'm pretty used to it now. The ones that get me are like, it'll be like the interior of a restaurant I went to once, mm-hmm. and then it's like, oh, is that? Yeah, it is. Yeah, it was funny. One of our friend, a new friend of mine, who got invited to our group chat, um, she uh, was coming because she used to live on a. I was just making the comment about like. Oh, how, like, it's not a huge deal. Like, celebrities aren't that big of a deal at how yeah. she's around them and stuff. And it's like, well, we haven't been around them, so we're not that casual about it. <laughs> you, I mean, you probably would notice them more than I, I... I just have a blindness to them in general. That's true. And I'm hyper-aware of, yeah, faces that I recognize. And I'm one yeah. of those people who can't help but... Yeah. Not stare, but I'll just feel like look over and just be like, okay, I know you. And then I'm going to realize, oh, I am kind of staring because I'm just like trying to figure out who you are. Um, here, here's a good story to close out this episode because it is actually past 3 a.m. now. Oh, my God. We, oh, we yeah. really are 3 a.m. girls. Um, yep. The When I went to do my job interview at the company I work for, okay. I had two friends who lived in the area. One of them worked at the company. And they took me out to dinner after my interview. We went to this Mexican restaurant in Santa Monica called El Cholo. It's great. Mm-hmm. Um we're sitting there eating, and my friend, my friend Lindsay says, "Martin Sheen's over there." Oh my god! And and and, and I look, I can't see him. She's like, "No, he was, he was over there." And I was like, yeah. "I was like, is he still there?" And she's like, "Oh no, he, I think they left." And it's like, I don't know if you you might be fucking with me because I don't live here yet. <sighs> and so and so Martin Sheen is the one that got away. That's oh my word! And on tonight of all nights, the night we watched some West Wing together. Yeah. When I wake up in the morning, I'm going to start watching. I'm going to keep catching up for more. Okay. Mm. You get, when you get to 17 people is when I got to be here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, frankly, I mean we're going to have the morning and watch some before yeah. we go see the play, too. So. Yeah, totally. We're going to see a play tomorrow. We'll give you an update. At, they have they have culture in, yeah, in Des Moines. apparently. Um, it'll be fun. It's with a playwright who I've done plays with before. Stop yeah. the tape. Woo. All right. Good night, Missy. Good night, Alice.